Oh, so you like listening to podcasts, huh? Well, so do a lot of people. As a matter of fact, millions of listeners are tuning into podcasts every week, and your next customer could be one of them. Did you know that podcast advertising is one of the most effective ways to advertise your product or service? And it's really easy to get started. Just go to podbean.com slash brands. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands to start boosting your business with podcast advertising today. All right, we're going to do things a little differently in this video. I want to share with you my story and get you guys to know me a little bit more. Yes, it's all about the black t-shirt and the KFC, but there's something more beyond that where I want to share with you guys and connect with you a little bit more, especially because there's so many new subscribers on this channel that haven't been following me during the pandemic. And so I want to share with you a couple of things that you may not have known about me and how my years of experience in real estate can help you when it comes to building wealth. So if you're interested, then definitely keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. This is my story. And in this video, I'm gonna share with you my exact story. Now the thing is, I started this channel in 2020. At that point, I had a couple of hundred people following me and I realized that maybe there's a few others that might think the same way. And there might be a few others that wanna learn about real estate to actually use in their everyday life. Whether they use the buyer's agency search property or not, it doesn't matter. I just wanted to bring value. And again, I was sitting at home, so I was bored. So I thought I'd give as much value by talking about real estate, personal finance, and the economy, which I found to be always so entertaining. But during 2020, it just got to a whole nother level. Now, you may have only subscribed yesterday, or you may have been subscribed for like a couple of years. But I think it's very important that you have context around who I am, because anyone that you listen to, you should really have context, because why would you buy something from someone when you don't actually know who they are? Or why would you eat with someone at the dinner table if you don't really know who they are? You're not going to bring them into your inner circle. So hopefully after this conversation, you can go, yeah, Ravi's a good guy. He's my mate. I like him. Or you might just go, he's an idiot. Let's move on. I started in real estate when I was 21. So that's a good 10 years ago because I'm 31 now. So I got into a grad position straight out of uni, which was at Mars Chocolate. So yes, I did put on a bit of weight and I suddenly had new friends at that time. But at that time, it was my first full-time corporate job and I was on about 50 or 60K at the time. And yes, that to me was a lot of money, especially for someone during uni was working in like retail stores clothing stores and making, you know, like 20 bucks an hour. So suddenly I've got all this money coming through and they used to pay me weekly. So I'd get all this money coming through and I was thinking, okay, well, if I spend it this week, all I have to do is wait seven days and then the funds are replenished. So I was still saving more than I was spending. And that's, yeah, I guess hindsight is good thing. But the reality is I spent a lot of money on dumb shit like clothes that I absolutely did not need. In fact, at one point I had clothes still in their plastic wrappers six months later and I had no intentions to wear it. I think three months after that, I pulled them out and I was like, what the hell was I thinking nine months ago? And basically donated them. So it was around that time that my dad realized that, yeah, I might have a problem here because my son's just spending money on dumb shit. So I should probably advise him to invest. And that's when he came to me and said, you should probably invest. And I found stocks so boring. I was like, I cannot understand why I would go and buy shares or why I would buy shares in a company. It doesn't make sense to me. So he said, okay, what do you actually like? I said, look, I like real estate. And the funny part to this was in year six, so I would have been like 12. At that point, there was a question in the yearbook, which was, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I had real estate agent. I didn't know what a buyer's agent was at the time. And if I did, I definitely would have written that. But you can tell from a very early age, real estate is something I'm super passionate about. In fact, mum was telling me only a couple of days ago, as I was starting to prep for this video, I said, look, you know, do you have any fond memories of when I was young in relation? to what I would do. And she said two things that really struck out to me. She goes, one, when you were like seven or eight, you would wake up in the morning, have a hot chocolate, 
awesome. But while you'd have the hot chocolate, you'd watch the finance news as part of the morning show. And I was like, okay, but I'm like seven or eight. Do I even know what they're saying? And she said, no, I literally would ask you like, what are they saying? And you're like, oh, I just like how they've got graphs and they move up some days, they move down some days. When they're up, they're green. When they're down, they're red. Yeah, genius kid over there. But more importantly, I was already interested in how the economy worked. I wasn't really interested in the fluff, the entertainment news. I definitely did not care about the political news. I was only interested in the finance stuff. And then she also said that when I used to take you and your brother to school, we didn't have a car, so we would walk to school, right? And as we would walk, there would be a couple of real estate agencies. And back then, the only way to advertise was through catalogs. I had these catalogs of buy, lease, all these properties. And what I used to do was I would get those and I would just collect them. And I would go home and then I'd look at all the pictures and I would cut them out and then I'll show my dad. And I'll say, hey, look, you know, look at this property, look at this property. I had no idea what the numbers meant. I had no idea what was going on. Mind you, I repeated you one because I was underdeveloped. <laughs> so the fact that I was even gravitating towards that is unbelievable. But when dad came to me and said, hey, look, you need to invest in something. What are you gonna invest in? It was so crystal clear to me that it was gonna be real estate. And from there, I started researching and I didn't know much. I went to a couple of seminars with my brother and some dude in the front was gonna teach us about how to get wealthy. And then he would eventually come out in his daggy suit and say, look, you should buy all these house and land things and all these off the plan properties. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense to me because why would I buy something that doesn't exist yet? And I was like, okay, cool story. I'm gonna go find something that I can actually buy. At the time, obviously in Sydney, property prices had already been so high and affordability, uh, a concern 10 years ago was also a concern 40 years ago and is a concern now as well, meant that I had to look elsewhere. And my dad suggested, why don't you look outside of Sydney? So I started looking in regional New South Wales, bought my first property when I was 21. Soon after that, I doubled up and bought another one. Now it was about that time where I had clocked in about 18 months in my grad position. I had this conversation with my manager where she basically said, look, you know, you're doing really well in 10 years time, you'll be where I am. So 31. It's interesting that I'm making this video. I had no intentions of doing that, but she said, 10 years from now, you'll be where I am. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, tell me what you do. So she tells me what she does. And I just realized that it was so not in line with my values and where I wanted to be in 10 years time. It was at that point I started realizing that, okay, if I'm investing my extra surplus time that I have into real estate and research, I should probably do something that's in that sphere of work. And so at that point, I didn't feel confident enough to be a real estate agent. I had no idea what to do with that. I didn't even know mortgage brokers existed. So I decided, okay, I'm gonna get into conveyancing because someone else told me that it was a good idea to get into conveyancing. You could look at contracts, you could look at all these different types of properties. It would be pretty fun. Now, was it fun? Yeah, not for me. However, I still went on that journey. I ended up getting like an advanced diploma in conveyancing, ended up getting all my hours that are required for the license. And then when it came time to go, okay, I can start my own, I decided to pull the plug. I said, no, this is probably not for me. I'm only like 23 years old. I wanna go out there, do other things. And by other things, meet girls, party all the time. But the thing is, I don't drink. And so when I would go out, it'd be like, okay, I'm here, I'm mingling with people, networking, you know, networking and getting to know everyone, but this isn't really worth my time. I don't want to come here every weekend and do this till I had a conversation with one person and that person had a conversation with someone else. And then suddenly I found myself being a promoter at a nightclub. One of the biggest nightclubs in Sydney hired me as a promoter. So I started doing that on the weekends. And then quickly I figured out that I could use social media, which meant I didn't have to be there physically and I could start getting a lot of traction, build a brand. And that was my first element of running my own business. I realized from that moment, I had to run my own business. It was the only thing that made sense. So from promoting one nightclub to promoting six nightclubs to then setting up an entertainment brand and then running my own nightclub events, it was really fun. And I networked with so many different people, obviously in the entertainment industry and a lot of people that had really 
high net worths as well because they would come and do like Friday drinks and things like that. Mingled with like a lot of celebrity DJs and singers and it was awesome. But there was a moment there where I thought to myself, look, I can't see myself doing this all the time, especially to like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. I value my sleep too much. So I thought there must be something else. And from there, I pivoted into the wedding industry and the entertainment space. I found that there was a gap in that market. I was positioned perfectly, so I went into that space. Now I know that you probably want more interest in the real estate stuff and that'll come in a second. But to me, it's important that you know who I am and what my background looked like. When I got into the entertainment space, I realized I could make a lot of money. And so I would go out, I would host, I started doing wedding planning, started doing DJing, and then ended up doing weddings overseas and DJing overseas. And it was fun, it was great. Like, I mean, who doesn't wanna get paid to travel and then DJ and have a good time to party? Now it was really at this point, I started seeing some real wealth, some real money. I was running my own business, learning how to do marketing, learning how to do other things. But while I was doing all of this, I always had one focus in mind. How do I get back into real estate? Now I was always constantly buying real estate throughout my 20s because I already understood after the first few had grown and compounded in growth, I was like, this is a no brainer. I can leverage my money. I can go out, build my portfolio. And if all else fails and I decided I want to sit on a beach somewhere, I could go and take my properties, get my rental income and call it a day. So I thought, okay, this makes sense. I'm going to continue down this path. But investing into real estate is quite passive. If you do it the right way, have the right systems, have the right people around you, you don't actually spend that much time doing real estate. And I soon realized that this is the time to start pivoting because I need to do something I'm truly passionate about. And when I started talking to people, my friends around me, my family members, and they realized that I was investing into real estate, they wanted to know a little bit more. There wasn't enough information. YouTube was hardly a thing. There was definitely no one in a black t-shirt teaching me shit about real estate and the economy like there is today. And I thought to myself, where am I going to bring the most value? So I decided to go up and take up mortgage broking and get my real estate license. So I'd started doing both, did the certificates in both of them, got my license for both of them. So I was a fully fledged mortgage broker and I had a class one real estate license ready to go for the buyer's agency. Now I'm in the peak of my entertainment career. I'm getting offers to go overseas and DJ and do all these things and make some good money. And I realized, okay, I'm going to have a 12 month plan where I can pivot out of this industry and get into the real estate space. The money at the time was great because I was getting paid at that point after just two or three years, five to six times more than when I had started. And so for a night of DJing, I could get paid anywhere between $2,000 and $5,000, which is a lot of money. And while this 12 month plan sounded great, it came to a sharp end because the pandemic hit. I went from having $150,000 worth of bookings straight to zero as everyone requested refunds naturally because the whole world stopped. I'm so glad that I had this idea and this passion to focus on real estate because I knew at that moment, at least I was safe because I had my portfolio giving me rental income. It was at that point I realized I cannot go back to the entertainment industry. I'm not sure how long the pandemic's gonna last. So instead, I need to go into what I was truly meant for. I would go in, the universe giving me a sign to say, this is the time to go into real estate. And that's when I started the YouTube channel. And from that point, I started making YouTube content and it was sporadic at first. Then I got to like two or three videos every single week, which is what you see now. And while I've been running the YouTube channel, I obviously run the Search Property Buyers Agency. If you wanna know more information about how all that stuff works, definitely go check out this video. And I got my first client in 2020, kept growing, kept growing. And now the Buyers Agency has grown to a team of more than 15 people, which is unbelievable to say, only having started three years ago. But in that time, we've helped more than 400 clients. We've purchased millions and millions worth of property and so much equity has been created. It's been amazing. I'm sure some of you guys as well started your buyer's agency career because you watch my videos on YouTube, which actually makes me so happy because we need more people doing the right thing in this industry. Now, after the buyer's agency has become a finalist in like more than 10 categories, been featured on AFR, Business News Australia, Channel 7 News, it's been an incredible journey so far. And I'm so happy that I got to document all of it. I literally have nothing to hide. I have the most video content in Australia for real estate content. And I'm not sure if that's something to be proud of, but I am. And it's weird because I 
really wanted to share with you guys every part of the journey, obviously with what I look at into the market, if it can help you go into your journey of buying more property, getting financially free, helping your parents, that's always been the intention and always will be. In a couple of months, we're gonna move into our new office and I can't wait to show you guys the behind the scenes of everything I do and get to know you guys a little bit more as well. I've got some exciting stuff planned for 2024, but I love watching these types of videos where you can get the candid version of the person behind the camera and I'm hoping that you are able to connect with my story, resonate with me a little bit. And if you have, smash that like button, subscribe if you haven't already, and I'll catch you guys in the next time. Thanks guys. Are you the proprietor of a business selling shaving kits, meal packs, audiobooks, or anything else of the sort? Have you failed to tap the market of people who love hearing their favorite comedians talk about their boring lives? What's wrong with you? 57% of US consumers listen to podcasts every month. That's a lot of ears that could be hearing about your brand. Go to podbean.com slash brands to learn how it do. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands, and you could be the one talking instead of me.